when you think about the impacts of physical health, it's not just about what we physically look like or the, the attractiveness, not for me anymore. Um, I've calculated the impacts on my life, you know, the shame that comes along with it. I've, I've missed family reunions and class reunions and um, lost relationships because I haven't shown up. You know, I've, I've experienced pain, physical pain um, while trying to do my work, um, speaking and serving and teaching my students, you know, trying to keep on a brave face while my back and my knees are aching um, and hurting. Um, So I share all that. And y'all know, I believe in transparency. We're going to tell the truth around here. Um, I share all that to say, I know that there are other people out there just like me. Hey, hey, everybody, this is Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. And this is another episode of the Love Always PBJ podcast. Y'all already know this is my letter of love to millennials. And on this podcast, we concentrate on three things, an identity that is securely rooted in Christ, purpose that flows from a heart to serve and relationships that are worth the cost. We are continuing our series on take a step and we're talking about things that we want to accomplish, things we want to get done, things that we felt stuck in. We're ready to move out of that stuck place and we're going to keep diving deeper. Listen, before we do that, have you followed me on Instagram yet? If not, what are you doing with your life? If you're not following me on Instagram, you are missing your spoonful of PBJ every Monday. If you don't know what a spoonful of PBJ is, go on over to Instagram. Follow me at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson. Every Monday, you get a little bit of inspiration, motivation to get you through the week. And every Wednesday, you get another episode of the Love Always PBJ podcast. Y'all, this this is about wholeness. This is about bringing all our life pieces together and being the people that God created us to be, not just individually, not fighting by yourself, but as a community, we are moving forward. So come on, join us, follow us. Let's do this thing together. So today, my friends, I am so excited because I have the opportunity and the honor to introduce you to a friend I've made through social media. Um, and he has been such an inspiration in my life. Um, to help transform the mind, the body, and the spirit around how we take care and how we, how we provide for our bodies, but the, the temple that God's gifted us with, how we take care of it. Um, so I'm helping my clients be able to renew the way they think about food, the relationship, that aspect, and how they think about time and how they steward all those resources that they're given. Um, so it's really my passion. I personally have um, not have had my own battle and journeys when it comes to fitness. And I love being able to help others in theirs as well. Yeah. You know, Coach Jordan, so when you think about fitness and you think about a fitness coach, the first thing goes to exercise and goes to food. But what I heard you say is renewing your mind and changing the way that we think. Talk to us about why your foundation is first the way we think, because you haven't said anything about food yet. Yeah. So first and foremost, I find that when we look at 
um, whether or not we can work out, we have the time to work out. We look at whether or not we can afford to buy uh, the groceries we need to buy or whether or not we can look at um, what's the strategy we want to use and how we eat. Um, the way we think about the process and the way we perceive it is like that lens that we view it through is the make or break. And I know for me personally, through my own, um, so I was at younger, I was a little chubby, but then my parents threw me into sports, right? Um, and I became really wrapped up in athleticism and things like that. And I ended up having a knee injury that had to have surgery and it took me about a year and a half, two years to fully recover from um, during high school athletics where I just wasn't able to walk for a, almost a year. And it really, I was battling with depression. I was battling with like what, like, you know, my hormones were all like, again, like exercise releases endorphins, which makes you happy. I wasn't able to do that anymore. And it was a crash for me. Right. And I very much like was going, doing the things that you're supposed to do to get better, go to the doctor, go to the physical therapist, have the homework to do at home, but I wasn't feel like I was making progress. And it wasn't until I switched my mindset and the way I thought about my journey to where now it wasn't just, all right, doctors make me better, but it was, this is my body. No one's going to fight for my body the way I'm going to. And God still has plans for me. God's still like, God's not abandoned me. And that's when I started really just kind of pour myself into the process and doing the things that I thought were boring because I was, you know, wrestling captain before that. And, um, I was like, well, I want to get back on the mat. And I was, I have to do these like glute bridges and leg raises and sit against the wall and things that at times were not very like exciting for me to do. Um, however, I was able to see the why behind them. And once I came to that point, um, it became a lot easier. And it just was like a matter of time to before I was back into sport and back on the wrestling mat and back into a CIF, which is like California Regional State, uh, State Championship um, my senior year. And the reason why I was able to do that and continue on into athletics and into, you know, when it comes into my college career was I think that mindset shift and I am very thankful for the, the injury that I had, right? And because it allowed me to think like, hey, I actually am very curious. Um, and that's what led me into my college career and my studies and why I do what I do today. Wow. You know, you just really called me to accountability um, because you said no one's going to fight for my body like I will. You know, I, I talk a lot about protecting our peace and protecting our minds and how it's nobody else's responsibility to make sure that we are mentally okay, that we are emotionally and spiritually okay, that we have to take responsibility for ourselves. Um, but you just added to that in a perspective that I haven't considered, which is absolutely true. No one else is going to fight for my body like I will. Um, and it it is a fight, you know, and we've talked a little bit, but this is my personal testimony um, that this has been a fight for me, but I also know for so many other people, what, what are those obstacles, Coach Jordan, that stand in our way of, of success when it comes to reclaiming our health? Man, that's, that's a loaded question because I feel like there's a lot of answers. <laughs> um, 
because there's, I mean, first and foremost, we can look at, you know, generational views of nutrition habits and exercise and how, when statistically, if you come from a family that um, is overweight or deals with, you know, eating disorders, that you're going to probably have those same eating disorders, the same relationship with food and be overweight or, or um, deal with other health issues, right? Just because of the family that you were raised by um, any I compound over generation to generation. Right. And then I think on top of it, culturally uh, it's, you know, you can't watch, you know, a few minutes of TV without seeing like three or four um, ads for fast food. You can't, you know, drive your car without probably seeing a billboard for Carl's Jr. or something. And you can't um, walk into a grocery store and not see like sugary cereal boxes and it's just everywhere you look, our culture very much, um, trying to think of a good word for it. We idolize a lot of sense, comfort and good tasting food. <laughs> and <laughs> that's so a word. it's very, I think it's hard to be countercultural. <laughs> um, and to say that you don't care about food as much, you don't get your happiness from food. You don't feel comfort from food. Um, and to be able to also, go against maybe the way you're raised and to do things that are new um, when it comes to transforming your health, especially around the way nutrition comes into play. It's a very, um, it's not an easy battle. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's so interesting because when you think about, if you think about food, like any other substance, right. And misusing that substance, you know, you would think, okay, if, if, if it's alcohol, then I can separate myself to a certain extent from that. You know, there's certain environments that I don't go into. There are certain, you know, people maybe I don't hang out with. And, and I'm not saying that battle's easy either. Please don't, don't um, misunderstand. But what I'm saying is you have to eat. You have to eat something every day. You have to eat. So the battle is literally every day, all day, because you have to continue to make better choices all day long because you cannot separate yourself from food. Um, and what you just said about idolizing comfort and food Oh my goodness. Um, it's so true. I mean, from the moment we are born all the way through adulthood, all of the images and the words and the experiences, how many memories or good experiences do we have that's not connected to food in one way or another? Um, so yeah, it is powerful. It's powerful, but it's not impossible. It's not impossible. Um, so talk to me a little bit about strategy because there's so many choices out there you know right now it seems to be hot to be vegan and then at one point it was hot to be keto and then it was low carbon and then it was this and then it was that and oh um, I listen I am completely overwhelmed with the choices of how to do this and what mm -hmm. strategy and you don't know what's healthy. You don't know if it's just a trend or it's, it's overwhelming. So how do you help somebody who says it's too much information and I'm just forget about it. I don't even want anything to do with it. Yeah. There's so many conflicting you know, viewpoints when it comes to health. Um, the thing is though, that we've, it's never changed no matter what you look at, if it's vegan, carnivore, keto, you know, low carb. Um, one thing that we have that all those diets or approaches have in common is that they first and foremost 
decide that your body needs to run on whole food um, and not processed food. And not that there can't be unhealthy versions of keto, not that there can't be unhealthy versions of vegan. Um, but if you are doing those versions, you're probably not going to get healthier. <laughs> yeah. And so the only way those diets and approaches can work is if they're based off of eating uh, whole food, which is just food that you can pick and grow from the ground and that you can hunt. Um, and if you can't do that to your food right now, if you don't recognize your food as the way God created it in nature, um, then chances are it's really processed, really refined, and is missing all the nutrients and uh, into health issues down the road, starting with, um, I think what seems so common now is thyroid issues mm. and, and metabolic disorders. And then that leads into even compounding health effects um, but I think that starts with the low quality of food that we're eating as a culture right now. Yeah. yeah. One thing that you do for your followers, you post your meals on Instagram. So, you know, following you on Instagram, following you on Facebook, you know, <laughs> I can see what you have for breakfast. I can see what you have for lunch. And it seems so simple. You know, when I, when I think about losing weight and, and this battle that I'm having with my health, I've, I've received it as so complicated. Like what grocery store do I go to? How do I meal prep all this stuff? Like, you know, but your meals seem to be so mm -hmm. simple. Like what, talk to me a little bit about your philosophy of food and I mean, whole foods, yes, but just putting meals together. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I'm a very much a minimalist when it comes to food and, and personally, of course I do have recipe books and things I put together for my clients that are more exciting, right? Mm -hmm. um, but in the end of the day, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's just centering your meal around like good high quality protein. So chicken breast, chicken thighs, um, pork chops, steaks, even ground beef, ground turkey. Um, every once in a while, me eat like organic firm tofu because my mother-in-law is a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the center of the meal and then being able to say like, okay, what's a good complex carb? So a smart carb is what my clients will call it. And we look at sweet potatoes, even, you know, all potatoes really. Um, you can look at brown rice and quinoa, um, black beans, things like that. You know, food that it's, it's real food that you can grow. Yeah. Um, and then vegetables, like more the merrier. You do that and you're going to be just fine. <laughs> so wait now hold on coach jordan because you just told me i could have a pork chop and you just told me that i could have a real potato okay do you know how many years i have felt shame for eating a potato because of the carbs and all of this but you're you're just saying yes it can still happen and you can be successful in reclaiming your health yeah. Yeah. I think where we go wrong is we think we can't eat those things for whatever reason. And so we feel like we're starving because we probably physiologically are starving. <laughs> we're really hungry if we're not letting ourselves eat any carbs or we're not letting ourselves eat any fat or not letting ourselves eat any like um, steak or things like that, that we, that we want or that we like. And so what ends up happening is we get these things called cravings which is just your body saying like, Hey, I'm really low on nutrition. I'm really low on these vitamins. I'm really low on protein. Um, and I need that. And so your body just sends a physiological sign of hunger and you think like, okay, I need to eat. And 
it gets to a point where it's really hard to control because you need to eat or you'll die. And you mentioned that already, like eating is a part of life. Uh, and if we try not to do it, we will end up fighting with our body. And I, when you fight with your body, your body always wins. Mm. Um, and you will eat something. And it's usually the closest thing, whatever's there, whatever's most convenient, whatever you think looks the most attractive, which is usually not the healthiest option. When we, if we would have just backtracked and had the potato, um, we would have saved that whole experience. It would have never happened. Wow. Um, and of course, the, where it gets tricky is if you have a process of constantly doing that, um, even when we do start eating healthy, we still battle with that, the mental cravings. And that is a different fight as well. But it's one that with discipline and feeding your body over time goes away. Um, so yeah, when it comes to that, you know, eating whole food is, is very much the answer. And then also just understanding how like your body is communicates with us all the time and just being able to be connected between that mind and the body to understand what it's telling you and to not think you have to fight your body, but work with it. So what place does physical activity have in all of this? Cause we've talked a lot about food. Um, do we prioritize food over physical activity? Where would one start? What, what's your advice on that? Yeah. So when it comes to, I know the diet fitness industry, we like to try and it always seems like someone's looking for the one thing to fix it all. Right. And people will tell you, Oh, it's nutrition or it's, it's these exercises or it's, you know, vegan keto, these weight loss pills or whatever it might be. And the reality is health and fitness. Like you started this podcast off saying it's, it's very holistic and there's um, it's really six things <laughs> that you had to do simultaneously, consistently over time to get where we want to go to be healthier, to whether healthier is gaining muscle mass, whether healthier is losing body fat or both, um, but renewing the way your body feels and, and works. It's not just nutrition, right? And it's not just exercise. And I wouldn't say one's more important than the other. Mm -hmm. um, they're both equally important. They need to be done. Um, so when it comes to exercise, there's this, you know, there's, I, I split it into two pieces. There's physical daily activity. And that's where like step trackers and things like that come in. But it's just being active in the way you live, mm -hmm. which is definitely a battle in today's era with the information age. Everyone's online, especially with COVID right now yeah. and quarantining. Um, we still need to get our, we, we need to move. We're created to move. If you remember like um, in Sunday school, like, Jesus walked everywhere he went. <laughs> he uh, we don't do that anymore. We don't have that lifestyle. Right. And, um, you know, we're not walking from city to city. And so we really need to be physically active. And then on top of that, um, workouts that are designed to stimulate muscles for growth. I think muscles increase your immune system, your immunity. Muscles allow you to be pain-free. Joint health is super injury that if I skip leg day, I too long, like too many weeks in a row, um, I will start to have knee pain. Um, and so it's one of those things where you need both, you need to have be physically active and maintain a good, healthy lifestyle in that sense. And then we need some, you know, workouts that are tailored towards your goals or your body specifically, mm -hmm. um, to help combat whatever aches, pains, or to help, um, let's say like if you have specific goals to help actually achieve those um, and then, of course, nutrition 
is the fuel to recover from workouts. So if you just work out and didn't eat right, you're actually going to be digging yourself into a hole and then not being able to hop out. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, and if you just focus on nutrition and never still going to have issues when it comes to health from a sedentary lifestyle, and you're still going to be at higher risk of heart disease, higher risk of high blood pressure, even from eating healthy if you don't move. So it's very much both. What would you say to someone who really has a battle with their health, um, but financially it's just tough for them right now, especially considering considering COVID, a lot of people have lost their jobs and they're just trying to figure out how to make ends meet. So where could one start if financially they, maybe they can't afford the best food or, or a trainer or a coach, what should they do? So what I've found through the years of working with clients um, one-to-one and in small groups, and especially around this idea of the nutrition, is that eating healthier saves you money um, in the long run, definitely. Yeah. And But it also saves you money now, too. Um, I can't imagine going to a grocery store and buying, you know, like microwavable meals, pizzas, and chips, and sodas, because I think it's a waste of money. And in my mind, um, it doesn't give your body any fuel. It makes you feel really tired and sluggish. And then it's actually, I I think, more expensive to actually do shopping the right way. And you're able Mm -hmm. to buy, you know, a huge thing of ground beef and you take, I think it's one minute to put it into a freezer bag and throw it in the freezer. Just created, you know, two weeks worth of meals for like 12 bucks or 20 bucks at the most expensive you get like organic ground beef. So it's eating healthy can be very, very cheap and affordable. It's mm-hmm. just not necessarily the, the most advertised food out there. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, buy, we're buying chicken breast, chicken thighs in bulk. You're buying ground beef and uh, ground turkey in bulk. It doesn't have to be organic. You know, if you can't afford organic, that's fine. This eating regular whole food, even if it's not organic, is going to be way healthier Mm. than eating prepackaged foods. And if you stick to it and, and you, you know, just buy the necessities when it comes to like, ours are the veggies that are in season. This is the meat that we buy in bulk. You know, potatoes are pretty cheap actually, or even cheaper would be a giant bag of brown rice. And if you did that, it would actually probably I like my bill for groceries for my wife and I, and then my, we have my father-in-law and mother-in-law living with mm-hmm. us. We spend an average for four adults about 400 bucks for the month. Yeah. So, and that's eating all whole food, things like that. Um, so, and I've heard of, you know, families spending thousands of dollars for a family of four on um, because they're buying these, you know, smuckers for their kids and sodas and things like that, that they don't really need. So, I don't know. It really, everyone's different, but you know, I got through college eating whole food because I couldn't afford hot pockets. <laughs> you know, I was yeah. making PB and J's and things like that um, using like organic butter and certain meals. And that's what worked for me. And um, I think it's a, it's, it's a stigma that's out there. That's yeah. not always true when it comes to eating healthier. It doesn't have to be more. The, um, connecting kind of thread that I'm hearing through our conversation today is a change of mindset. 
um, from things that we've been taught either through our families or propaganda or our culture. Um, everything that you're sharing with me and with us today is really a change of mindset um, and being educated and looking at health and looking at nutrition and looking at fitness in a different way. Um, Coach Jordan, there may be some people after hearing this who might be interested in working with you and your academy. What, what does it look like for somebody to work with you online in your academy? Yeah, so when it comes to the way I outline my academy, it's very much the polar opposite of what you would see in the, the diet industry. So a lot of diet industries will be like, hey, you know, do this for six months or do this for 12 weeks or do this for some of them 30 days and lose all the weight you want to lose and be happy and be thin. And very much it's, I see this as a long roadmap and journey to reprogram that mind and get used to um, not just the physical transformation, but also getting used to being in that body and keeping mm -hmm. that way for the rest of your life. Um, and so with that in mind, I have a roadmap that I take my clients through and I have three programs that um, there's my 21 day jumpstart, which it very much is like all I promise clients during that time is clarity. Like we're going to figure out where your time's been going, what you have been feeding your body or not feeding your body um, and see if we can do like three workouts a week and, you know, start off very, very small and minimal and then set big, real tangible goals that maybe make you a little nervous. And we do that in the first 21 days, which lays for a transformation. And um, that's where like, my second program, the 12 week trans um, still body transformation comes in where we go like, Hey, like we're going to get down to the, to the nitty gritty. Like here's your meal plan, or here is what we're going to, you know, not all everyone needs a meal plan. Um, but here's what we're going to be eating. Like we're sticking to these whole foods and here's your grocery list and here's your workouts. Maybe we are sticking with three workouts. Maybe if someone's, you know, depending on if your client's different, some people have more time. We can do four workouts or five workouts in a week, but um, I've seen amazing results with clients that just work out three times a week at home during COVID right now with eating whole food and, and doing workouts, um, just prioritizing that strength training. And so after that 12 weeks, it's cool. Like I've seen clients that have lost 20, 30, even 40 pounds in that time um, from the 21 jump start to the end. But then after that point, it's like, we're not done. Um, I don't, cause I know if I let clients go after that point and don't offer them a third program that they're going to be like the 94% of the rest of dieters and in, in the industry that gain the weight back and a lot of times gain more. Um, and then we go into kind of the talked about today in the next program, which is 12 months designed to be a 12 month program and it's designed to a clients who need to lose more weight continue to lose more weight in a healthy sustainable way not that it wasn't healthy and sustainable before but making it like we, we know there's going to be christmas we know there's going to be birthdays we know there's going to be honestly deaths funerals weddings things that you just don't expect but they happen throughout our life and if we aren't able to maintain our healthy lifestyle on the worst days uh, and we can only do it on the best days it's not going to serve us. And that's where that year long program really comes into play. And it's like, Hey, you might not like, we might have a week where smooth sailing, 
And then we might have a week where it's the hardest week of your life or you just lost your job and you're going to go to your, um, you know, fly across the country to a, your, like, you know, roommate's funeral or whatever it might have been from college. And it's like, you were going to really need to have someone in your corner to remind you of like, Hey, yes, things happen in life, but God's still good. And we're still moving. And also too, like to know that if we take a week where we're not actively winning ground in your health and fitness journey, that that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't win ground in my health and fitness journey every day, every week, every month, every year for the last, you know, 28 years of my life. Um, you know, it's, there's ups and there is downs and mm-hmm. that's a normal part of the health journey. But in the end, it, you know, it doesn't define you like one, you would say New Year's Eve, if we were to go out and eat and drink and, and be married that's not going to define who you are. Yeah. And that's where we really just work on changing the identity of the client, like my, the clients I work with rather than changing just some base habits, teaching them to lose some pounds when they want to and letting them go. It's Mm -hmm. no like learning that, Hey, you, this is your new body. This is who you are. Um, It's part of who you are to the point where you can't imagine living life a different way because honestly living life where you're able to do the things you want to do when you want to do them because you have a healthy body when you're able to say not even like need to say no to certain foods but just understand that like hey that food's not like not even really a thought right now because I've working with my body I don't have these cravings that we talked about earlier and to be able to feel like hey when I'm in a tough spot in life um that God is my rock and my comfort Mm. and I can exercise and do things that make me actually feel better rather than curling up with, um, you know, a bottle or with food as comfort to cope. So, and I've had clients from all different fights and to be able to really just kind of die to our flesh and live the way that I believe God intended us and created us to be. What's different about you, Coach Jordan, is I don't see you chasing fast results, just something that you can flash up on Instagram about how you have changed somebody's life or impacted them. What I see you doing is walking it out with your clients. And I think that's different. And I appreciate it. Um, The path that you just described, there are not a lot of programs that um, a person might get that level of investment um, so much so that it really becomes a real transformation, not just a quick fix, um, not just a let's get summer ready, not just a let's jump on it because it's January but it becomes a true, when you walk that path with an expert like you, who is caring, who is faith-filled, who is honest, when you walk that kind of path with someone for that amount of time, the outcome is true transformation. Um, So I'm just grateful that you are out here doing this work um, and literally helping people change their lives, save their lives in some cases. Um, I'm just grateful for your ministry and I'm grateful for your work. Um, how do people contact you? How do people get in touch with you if they want to hear more um, or connect further? Well, thank you, Dr. Jackson. Um, so to connect further with me, I'm super active on Instagram and Facebook. 
So you can literally just type in Jordan writing on Facebook and a friend request and um, I'll accept you and I'll say hi. And I have a free Facebook group um, called the Mind, Body, Spirit, Fitness Community where I do lives and there's tons of free workouts and, you know, even some example templates on how to eat in a healthy way. Um, you can follow me at coach Jordan writing on Instagram. And I have a link in bio to my website, which is steelbodyfitnessllc.com um, slash jumpstart. And there you can kind of just read more about kind of just the same stuff that I told you today, Dr. Jackson, and you can actually there um, book a call with me and kind of dive into, hey, where are you at right now in your health and fitness journey and see whether or not the Jumpstart program um, and continuing on to a, a long-term healthy approach to fitness is you know, the right next move for you. I encourage you all to contact Coach Jordan. All of his information is going to be in the show notes. Um, I encourage you to reach out to him because, again, our conversation today is to encourage you and to motivate you. Um, but please don't think you have a plan after listening to this podcast episode. Um, connect with the help. Connect with the expertise. All of our bodies are different. Uh, we have different circumstances and situations. Um, don't lose this opportunity to get the one-on-one specific specific help that you need um, to accomplish this goal and to reclaim your health. And y'all, listen, I got to be honest, this is my battle. This is my take the next step. This is what I'm working on. And when you think about the impacts of physical health, it's not just about what we physically look like or the the attractiveness, not for me anymore. Um, I've calculated the impacts on my life, you know, the shame that comes along with it. I've, I've missed family reunions and class reunions unions and um, lost relationships because I haven't shown up. You know, I've I've experienced pain, physical pain um, while trying to do my work, um, speaking and serving and teaching my students, you know, trying to keep on a brave face while my back and my knees are aching um, and hurting. Um, So I share all that. And y'all know, I believe in transparency. We're going to tell the truth around here. Um, I share all that to say, I know that there are other people out there just like me um, who are struggling and have this battle. And my goal today is to share with you all enough that you are encouraged that we can take this journey together. You don't have to do this by yourself. It has been the battle of my adult life, um, but I am determined. I am determined to conquer it and to transform it because as Coach Jordan encouraged us today, nobody else is going to fight for my body like I will. Um, So I'm in it and I'm ready to get it done. I'm ready to get moving. Um, And I hope that you will as well. So if you need to take a step concerning your physical health, let's do that together. Let's do that together. Um, Connect with Coach Jordan or maybe you have another coach, whatever works for you, but connect with somebody who can help you. Um, And let's figure this out, y'all. So thanks so much for listening. Thanks for spending this time with us. Coach Jordan, thank you so much for being here with us and sharing with us today. Y'all, as always, please know that you are powerful, you are significant, and you are loved. Love always, PBJ.